I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How's my, uh, my end frame? Perfect. Is Dunder Mifflin frame? Perfect. All right. Love to hear it. Where's the Thor popcorn bucket? Yeah, I, I cleaned it, and it is currently just sitting in the strainer. <laughs> and I was like, I should probably grab that and put it with my stuff before I leave, because I'm going to forget it. No, I'll be all right. I, I remember again. <laughs> Why the f- are we the same person? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, when I got here and opened up the back of my car, I was like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't bring it. <laughs> I have a foolproof plan, of yeah, course. Yeah. It'll it'll work. Yeah, so. It's clean, though. It's clean and dry. Hey, bro, it's ready. Yeah. That Thor love and thunder, yeah. man. Um, let's talk about that movie for a second, Oh, yes, man. please. So we have the return of Thor. So Chris Hemsworth is the first MCU a- actor, hero, Thor, to get his fourth solo outing. Him as the title card. Yeah. And we got Taika Watiti returning with Tessa Thompson as well. Yep. And we bring back Jane Foster, Natalie Portman. Talk to me, brother. What are your thoughts, man? Real, real quick, we don't want to spend too much time on this. It's still popping in the theaters. We don't spend a lot of time on it. That's fine. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I had a good time, man. I, I thought it was uh, obviously it was funny, as was like Ragnarok. Yeah. Uh, I also realized that it's probably like nothing really like what people want it to be as far as like comic book stuff. Yeah. I mean, the Jane Foster storyline is a thing and all that, but, you know, the, the love triangle between <laughs> between Thor, Mjolnir, and Stormbreaker <laughs> was, was hilarious. 
Do you was, think it was, it was a little bit? Do you think it was a little too much? I like that kind of stuff. I I do. You know what? I do as well, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, it it was goofy. It was way goofier than it probably could have been. But yeah, you know, I I laughed. That's I laughed, and that's that's what matters to me. I'll say this, man. I'm still. It's only been four years since four or five years, like three or four years since in in game. When did in game come out? Nineteen, right? I think so. Yeah. So it's been three years since in game. I still have PTSD. Okay, <laughs> a lot of people died. Yeah, yeah. In those movies, okay. Affinity oh, yeah. uh, War in 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 game. Then you brought them back, and then Tony dies. So I'm still yeah. like reeling. I need this. Yeah. This is the type of flick that I that I need, man. And Chris Hemsworth, his comedic timing is on point. And like the beginning of the movie was all like Korg's point of view of it all, which I, I love. love it. And when we were watching it, I, I didn't really pick it up till just a little bit later in the movie that like it's kind of ridiculous as it was. It was his story. It was right? his it, story. It was real real and <laughs> uh Real over exaggerated, and I, I thought that led to a good time, but it was it was just so ridiculous. Well, I I don't I didn't remember that until you just said yeah. it that it is his story, and he and you can tell that he kind of made some mistakes in the beginning <laughs> and along the way when he when he started like reciting it again. Yeah. So if you take it that, yeah. It was maybe a little outlandish in, in his head, <laughs> well, which yeah. is totally fine. Right, right. And made it more enjoyable. Um, but for me, this was a different, this was different than Ragnarok. Yeah. Ragnarok was just a gut-busting, good time through and right. through. Even when dad died, even when, um, you know, brother, you know, brother, the brother moment, right? Right. There was still just hilarity in there at every step, man. This, this actually got like loving and emotional, Mm -hmm. but I do like it though, because they gave Taika the reins to do whatever the hell he wants to do. Kind of like what, uh, Warner brothers did with, uh, Batman returns and Mm -hmm. Tim Burton. Uh, but Taika killed it, man. Right. Killed it here. Thoroughly enjoyed this. And then just Christian Bale. This is just me. We, we've had a lot of villains. Yeah, we've had a yeah. lot of MCU villains. Yeah. Uh, Gore the God Butcher, top five. <laughs> top five for, for me, man. Very, uh, more of a, I guess, a relatable person. Like, he's, yeah. just, he's, he's, a, he's just a dad to begin with, right? So... I can relate to him a little bit more. And he's not already like a tyrant. Yeah. So it's just like this tragic event that just sets him him off. And he had this, this love and appreciation for the God he's supposed to worship. Oh yeah. And when he meets the God, (laughs) (laughs) it's like, it's almost like the big reveal that like Santa Claus isn't real. He's just a guy smoking a cigarette out back at the mall. <laughs> when the Easter Bunny yeah. takes off that that you know at the mall, or whatever just, Easter Bunny's already terrifying, <laughs> terrifying itself. Uh, you know yeah. he he kind of goes berserk a yeah. little bit, and I understandable. Oh yeah, um, yeah, man, just a great MCU story. 
uh, hilarious, a lot of great action, and just Taika just brings that that beautiful look and feel, man. Yeah, we don't get that with other movies. Um, so it's very like this one's very bright. Yeah, like more Even, more than R- Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This movie was was awesome, man. What do we have next for the MCU? What is it? July. What do we have? Um, Isn't uh, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever? Yeah, right. Is go. next. I believe so. Ah, <sighs> here we go. Yeah, it's gonna be a tearjerker for me, man. Oh yeah. So, uh, sticking with Marvel, did you finish up Miss Marvel? Wait, isn't there another episode? Is there another episode? I think there's one more episode. The last thing I saw is that dude. I don't know. It's the the boys was the season finale. The this boys week. was there the season, go. and I did finish that. Okay, so we have one more episode of Miss Marvel. Well, by the time this pod drops, the season is over. Gotcha. The six episodes, but the boys. Yeah. Um. Underwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, definitely did not. Not go the way I thought it was going to go at the end. Well, I think I'll take that back. The way it ended, yeah, and everybody still being where they're at is kind of what I expected. But the road to get there was very underwhelming, like you said. Yes, it almost is like we went into a circle. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, we ended up back exactly the way the season started almost. But the and, and the one difference is like. Uh, he doesn't have much of his squad. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's his face? Uh, American guy. I can't even remember. Tr- Homelander. Yeah. I almost called him Truelander for some reason or Zoolander or something. But Homelander, yes. He doesn't have most of his gang because yeah. most of them are dead or fleeing. Or, so, he or he killed him. Or he killed him. Yeah. <laughs> he really did <laughs> kill Black Noir. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Deserving, obviously. Um, I am, I want to see next season. I hope it's a lot. The season was great. Yeah. Season finale under was good, but just underwhelmed me. Like right. as far as what I was looking forward to. And I feel like they just come back. They just end so fast. Yeah. It, it was just so much like time in between everything in that episode. Like, the fighting, like even when they're all together fighting, it's like it's just a slow pace back and yeah. forth, back and forth. That was kind of what led me to being like, "All right, let's just let's just get it on, guys. Let's just go." I just want an all. What out we're here for? All. That's what we're here for. But I guess it's. I guess it's just like really good character development. I don't even guess it really is good character development, yeah. which you don't get out of a lot of these superhero type. Shows and movies and stuff like that, man. Everybody has a through line. Everybody yeah. is really developed. Um, I liked how MM was really, really got into him because, you know, he was yeah. like that guy. We're like, oh, yeah, we know him. He's big. He's scary. He's good with a gun. But we don't really know much about him. I like yeah. that he had a through line this season as well. Um, but also, <clears throat> Butcher, main character. Mm-hmm. He has a little bit of time left on this planet. <laughs> yeah. What is he going to do with it, right? That's going to be exciting to see. Yep. Uh, one other thing I watched that came on Netflix was uh, a Dave Chappelle special. 
Dude, yes, uh, caught that. What, what's in What's in a name? Did you watch that. that one? Yeah, dude, that was good. I that watched was that fantastic. Sunday wasn't it? morning, I think it was. Yeah, that was fantastic. That was a nice, just a nice glimpse into him personally. Yeah, yeah, man. You know, he is a man who he takes us into his life, but it's always in a very over the top joking way. Yeah. You saw like his humble. It was there were still jokes. No, it was yeah. an acceptance speech. Yeah, but it was <laughs> in a very humble his humble beginnings. Yeah. And I thoroughly like that and love him, hate him, despise him, appreciate him, all that stuff. He is the same guy. Yeah. And he's going to stand up for art and free speech and what that means. And I don't think that he is, me personally, I don't think that he like really hates on groups and everything. It's right. just that he is expressing art in a form and wants to keep it like that. Yeah. And I like the ending. How he flipped it on him. Yeah. Why, why he was there. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it. Why he was here at that. Um, why that's this, this whole little 30, 35 minute show even happened. Yep. And flipped it on its head. Man, I thought that was really yeah, cool was, and, and big of him. It was definitely a good, a good, uh, Flick to catch it his. I always catch his specials when they come on, no matter what. Yeah. And this one, I didn't know what it was. I just saw a special was on. I turned it on and fantastic. Yeah. Really, really, really beautiful story he put together for that. Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we are discussing the trailers for Amsterdam, The Woman King, in our Movie of the Week, A Night's Tale. Alright, brother. we got some trailers here. Got David O. Russell, man. We actually have not seen him in a very, very long time, man. I think the last David O. Russell movie that we watched was Joy back in 2015. Wow. So we got Amsterdam here, man. This has a star-studded cast. Got Fire. Christian Bale, Margot Robbie, John David Washington, Chris Rock, Anya Taylor-Joy, Zoe Zaldana, Mike Myers, Michael Shannon, Timothy Oliphant, uh, Andrea Riseborough, Taylor Swift, Matthias, can't pronounce your last name, um, Alessandro Navarro, Rami Malik, and Robert De Niro. Talk about a cast, man. Wild. Wild. Set in the 30s, it follows three friends who witness a murder, become suspects in themselves, and uncover one of the most outrageous plots in American history. Talk to me, brother. Yeah, even before reading like the bio and all that stuff on it, just watching the trailer, I mean, this cast had me locked in. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was just like, and they were just flashing everybody. I mean, you saw a little bit of Mike Myers, Taylor Swift. You saw all these Chris Rock was in there, Robert De Niro. They were all just kind of flashed in, just a little teaser of them. And uh, I'm excited about it, man. Dude, this is going to be good, I'm excited about this one. I will say, David Russell is a fantastic director, and, you know, he writes all of his stuff and just kills in everything that he does. So... Yeah, seeing Christian Bale on the heels of playing the God Butcher. Oh, yeah. And jumping over and doing this. 
this is going to be good, man, with John David Washington and Margaret Robbie, those three, three leads, uh, set in the 30s. It just looks like a gorgeous movie, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And fun. A lot of gorgeous people. Yeah, Remy Malik, dude. Mm-hmm. With that stash, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Remy yes. Malik with a porn stash. Let's go, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Yeah, man. Guys, we're going to throw this on our socials. (laughs) Uh, We haven't seen David O. Russell in a while. You guys, fans of his movies, uh, what is your favorite movie of his? Talk to us. All right, man. We have The Woman King. The Woman King stars Viola Davis with John Boyega, Lashana Lynch, a historic epic inspired by true events that happened in the kingdom of Dohime, one of the most powerful states of Africa in the 18th, 19th centuries. What are your thoughts, man? Uh, I love that this is inspired by true events. Yeah. Uh, and also kind of uh, portraying uh, powerful women. And that whole that whole army, I mean, this trailer has got a lot of action in it. And uh, I suspect it's going to be like that the whole movie. Yeah. I mean, we saw just kind of like a lot of training and stuff. And they were training pretty hardcore. Training pretty hardcore there, man. Um, This seems like a, a prequel movie to me, man. This really does. This looks like a prequel to, like, Black Panther is what it looks like, man. <laughs> the With Dora Milaje. Dora Milaje, <laughs> right? It's yeah, just, like, yeah. their formation and everything. Um, Nah, man, this, this looks cool, man. I love... Seeing, like, you know, John Boyega and his production team, they're trying to do big things mm-hmm. and tell great stories with, you know, the great Viola Davis as well as, like, yeah. the lead, man. I, I learned about, like, her training regiment for this dude. Mm-hmm. You, know, you always hear about, like, Chris Evans or Chris Pratt or yeah. Christian Bale or Chris <laughs> Pine. Yeah. Just basically Chris's. any Chris's in their workout re- regiment, right? Yeah. Um, but Viola Davis, like, did the damn thing. Dude. Yeah. Got into some serious shape for this role, man. And she looks fantastic. Um, And she's not a young woman, you know? She's, right. She's very, very talented, very attractive and everything. Don't get me wrong. But she's, you know... She's like my mom's age, okay? So she's like 55 doing the, yeah. that damn thing. Yeah. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. And want to see, like, more of that, man. That that looks awesome. Um, Definitely want to check this out, man, and see what this is. This looks epic. This looks like one of those epic movies. Right. Um, big, Yeah. Big, beautiful production. Yeah, um, Kind of in all the scenes that they had were just so many people, so many <laughs> so many parts going at one time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, definitely looking forward to this one, too. Guys, we're going to throw this on our socials. Uh, are you excited to see John Boyega as a producer, man? Let's right. t- talk to those guys. <laughs> Looks pretty cool there. All right, man. Um, before we jump into the movie, man, um, yes, sir. I want to say thanks, buddy. Yeah? Yeah, dude. We are podcast hosts for 75 episodes oh, yeah. now, dude. It's been a... Been a ride. We've been doing this for a year and a half now. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's been that long. <laughs> You're right. You're right. It's gone by pretty. F- I mean, even when we hit like 50, we we're both like, 
wow, it's here for a year already? What's going on? <laughs> What's going yeah. on, man? <laughs> but, yeah, it's been a great time, man. Great time. Any uh, experiences that you quickly want to share that were, like, times that you really enjoyed on the pod so far? Uh, right off the top of my head, I mean. I don't want to get emotional on the pod right yeah, now. Right well. before we jump into a night's <laughs> tale, you know, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that right there is the best part. <laughs> <laughs> just, just BSing. <laughs> just, just cracking jokes and having a good time. I mean, that's what it's about, right? That's yeah, man. We, do we don't do it to have a sad time. No, definitely so, not, brother. Yes, I, I, I'll, I'll say this, man. Um, you know, we're both married. We both live two separate lives. Okay. But, you know, we're two best friends who have figured out how two grown ass men can just hang out every week. You know what I mean? Like we figured yeah, it out. Yeah, on a schedule, right? <laughs> on a schedule. Wives are okay yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. On a schedule, hangout time. Well, I hope they're okay with it. I mean, they don't say nothing at least. Yeah, I mean, it's a look sometimes, that's about it. <laughs> All right, man. So we have um, a Knight's Tale. Uh, this movie was released in two thousand and one. Uh, a few other movies released that year: A Beautiful Mind, Vanilla Sky, Hardball, Training Day, Sixty One, Mulholland Drive. I have yet to see that David Lynch movie. I have right. to. Uh, Crazy Beautiful, not another teen movie. The Rise of Uh-oh. Chris Evans. Oh. And in my opinion, it's a good movie too. And because this is half my show, that's all that really matters is my opinion. Yeah. Um, the <laughs> second best war movie of all time, Black Hawk Down. Dope. Yeah, man. <laughs> all right, man. So <laughs> I thought you would like like yeah, that. That's good. Uh, this movie is written and directed by Brian Hegland. Sixty-five million dollar budget. For this one, 117.5 mil at the box office. Let's go. Starting in this one, we have Heath Ledger as William Thatcher, Shannon Sussman as Jocelyn, Rufus Sewell as Count Adamar, Mark Addy as Roland, Alan Tudyk as, was it just Watt? Watt. Oh, yeah. I mean, none of them have last names, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I just noticed that. Well, some of them do. Uh, Paul Bettany as Joffrey and Laura Fraser as Kate and uh, quite a few other little pop-ins here and there. Oh, yeah. All right, man. Go ahead and give us that quick synopsis so I can talk about how amazing Heath Ledger is in this movie, man. Super quick. One sentence. Yeah. Uh, This is a story about a man and his crew chasing paper and finding love. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) That was so money. That was so money right there. That's going to come full circle on my theme at the end, too, bro. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) All right, man. Uh, Let's start with Heath Ledger, man. Top build uh, protagonist of this movie. A brave and loyal peasant who has dreamt of of being a knight since childhood. Oh, yeah. This man, I... I love everything about this character, man. You know, he is cocky, but he's also right. confident and can back it up, right? right. Um, he's good looking, 
Uh, he's great on a damn horse, <laughs> right? Um, he has, like, his only flaw, I think, is, like, he's not the best with words. Right. And he can't really dance, <laughs> right? I was about to like, say. I, got- I love it, though, because, like, you have a you have a protagonist, and most times, like, protagonists have everything. Yeah. Like, the Vince Vaughn type guy who can, like, <laughs> he's good-looking, sing, yeah. dance, uh, you know, smooth-talking and everything. <laughs> yeah. They they basically gave him everything, but like two of the most important things is to be able to like have a silver tongue and talk to ladies and stuff, yeah. express how his feelings are. He cannot do that, and, and he dance. cannot dance and dance. But I love that man. <laughs> well, it gives him a little bit more of a connection, right? Like he's not perfect, but he's still Heath Ledger. He's like a bu- <laughs> yes, he's a, he's a, exactly. <laughs> He's above an everyman. You know? Yeah, there's yeah. The, there's the everyman in, in a lot of movies, and he's like a step above that. Yeah. But at first, we think like as he's winning and winning and winning and doing the damn thing, dude, he is like the hot shit. Yeah. And we learn more about him. Mm-hmm. Dude does have trauma. Dude, dude does have past. Yeah. Um. You know he he does. He's not the best when it comes to speaking. Two ladies. Um, he's no Paul Bettany. He's no Paul Bettany. <laughs> yes. Who, my favorite character in the movie is Paul Bettany, by the way. Love, I love Heath in this. Paul Bettany's the best. Yeah, yeah. Um, but man, he, like, he has a North Star in this movie. Mm-hmm. William Th- Thatcher has a North. Didn't think he can do it. Opportunity arises. And he's like, dude, we can eat right now. I love after the first uh, match. He's like, dude, guys, we can eat. Go yeah. separate ways or whatever. Or we can take this earnings and do big things, man. Yeah. Let's invest and chase this. Oh, yeah. And it's a great plan, and I just love the process throughout. Yeah. Man, and how big that, that they get. That's, that's part where we really see, like, the comedy gold with this trio. Oh, dude, right? Yeah. I mean, even just the first scene that we see and it's just it's right from right up right to uh, right off the bat it's like that and i think that was a good way to keep you keep you in it right because you just want to see what's going to happen on the next scene with these three guys uh but yeah this dude he definitely walks that line and you, you root for him yeah right you want him to do good things but he also has two guys that are helping them just as much get through it, which is another good part of the movie. Just the best guys, man. Um, so let's move over here to, and Shannon Salsaman, dude, she was like the it girl of the, like the early two thousands, man. Yeah. She had the hair and everything. She was literally <laughs> like that girl. And, so many movies, dude. She was in A Knight's Tale, 40 Days and 40 Nights, The Rules of Attraction, The Order, Kiss, yeah. Kiss, Bang, Bang, just Rodent to Nowhere. Like, her in the early 2000s, dude, there really wasn't, like, a another woman that, like, if you wanted, like, a very hot girl who can act, yeah. who is sweet, you <laughs> get Shannon Sussman, dude. And I love that she's in this movie. And I was wondering how they got the... Uh the dyed and crimped hair back in the day. She had it going on then. <laughs> and whatever whatever they did, she she uh she brought it back with her. 
So she is, she plays <laughs> Jocelyn, a a lady of noble birth, uh, bound to the church and encouraged to be faithful to God, but enjoys the fun and tricks in life. Yeah, talk to me, brother. Yeah, I like her role here. You know, a lot of times you can get lost in the love story, but she really only has like one or two scenes where it's like not part of William's yeah stuff. Well, actually, it is part of still still part of William's story, but. She doesn't overtake it, and she plays that very well. Like, and when she's with William, it's just chemistry. Oh yeah, just chemistry the whole time from first time they met. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed her. I think she was excellent in this role and kind of like staying in her lane. I guess she really was, man. And I think the most enjoyable thing about Jocelyn's character is she challenged. William. Oh, yeah. And he enjoyed that. Yeah. I will say this, man. She's been in like 40 Days, 40 Nights and a couple other movies where she has challenges guys and the guys just like, screw this. <laughs> right? But like right. this one was a different role for her. Yeah. Because he was just like, oh, okay, this sucks, but I'm going to do it because I love yeah. her. You know, I have these feelings for her, man. Like when he... To almost took the L in the yeah. jousting match because of her. Well, I love how angry he is when it's happening, though. Although, yeah, it's yeah. tired. He's, like, he's going to do it, though. <laughs> yep, he's mad. And that's also. those guys. You know, uh, <laughs> girlfriend, wife, spouse, whoever the hell it is, like, tells you to do something. You're mad the entire time yeah, just throw while you're doing it, by yeah, the yeah, way. Yeah, you're getting done. It's getting done. <laughs> that, yeah, that's the perfect sum up of that relationship. All right, dude. We have uh, Count Adhimar Rufus Sowell, uh, the antagonist who is a, a wealthy, battle-hardened knight. This guy, man. Rufus Sowell in this movie. Everybody thinks he's like an antagonist asshole. I thought he was the coolest asshole. On the he, block, was, he, dude. Was, he was. He was slick. Cool. He was slick, dude. Yeah, I mean, he was. He was exactly like who I would expect to be that that person, right? Yeah. Uh, it's always got a sly comment. Has the riches and the army and everything to back up everything. You know, he's got a background. Uh, but he's also very handsome. Yeah. And like kind of you know, you got a guy that's beating you down that's got all this behind him. It's kinda hard to be like Yeah. Really say anything back. That's why he just leaves most of the time, right? <laughs> he really does right <laughs> off. He really does. He didn't even say nothing. Yeah, he, he just, just wrote up all ah! <laughs> <laughs> But uh yeah, he I mean he still has kind of a sour attitude towards uh William, but they're competing for yeah. the heart, right? You know, they're they want to compete. Rufus is very infatuated with Jocelyn, yeah. But Jocelyn's eyes is at William, so there's this weird love triangle where, like, there really is not a triangle, but like, <laughs> he's kind of involved somehow. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. well, he's uh, negotiating with her father. Yeah, right? yeah, you know. So in this, in the, in that sense, yeah, but. She she wants no parts. Of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say this, man. Um, he is 
a damn good jouster. Right. Right. He's portrayed a damn good jouster, man. Almost better than William, but William has more heart than him. Right. And I think that's what kind of ranks through at the end. It's like, what are you jousting for? What are you fighting for? Yeah. Right. Um, William was fighting for honor, for, oh, yeah. for, for, for love, you know, for his friends. Uh, Adamar was just doing it because he's rich and bored. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is what those rich people do, you know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah, and I think he always has kind of something against William. Right? Because his, his quick rise. Yeah, something in him that's like, you know, look at this guy with all this cheap armor. And, yeah. You know, uh, just kind of showed up and took over. So he has it out for him the whole time, regardless of Jocelyn, I think. That's just extra. You know what it reminds me of, man? And this just came to me, man. How, and he's cool now because he's not with the Patriots. But (laughs) it reminds me of Tom Brady and his, like, success. Mm Mm-hmm. With when he became, you know, uh, starting quarterback for the Patriots and everything and his success. And how these other quarterbacks were just like, Who's been doing it for a while and is doing it at a high level? Yeah, here comes this kid, this punk kid out of Michigan. <laughs> just, he's just dominating. Yeah, just dominating the game, right? And at a very high level, he does it very, very fast and has championship, championship, championship. Um, these these established quarterbacks are a little hot about that. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like I I get yeah. that, and that's exactly what it is with him because Adamar sees Thatcher. And it's like, yo, who the hell is this kid, man? On, on my yeah. block. This is my block, bro. Like, <laughs> I got to rep my set now, yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I've been watching a lot of, like, Baby Boy and stuff yeah. like that, dude. I, I got to stay off of Get BET all, at night, you know what I mean? All ramped up. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, dude, we got Mark okay. Addy as Roland, a squire to the late... Sir Ector and a loyal friend of William. I love Roland, man. He's kind of like the voice of the team, right? right. He's kind of like the leader of the team. If I would say like... Captain. Captain. The captain of if, the team. If I could compare this team to another team, I would be like the boys from Entourage. Right. And he would be like E. He would be Eric Murphy. He would be E. Like, yo, he basically tells everybody what to do. Yeah. And you go do it. <laughs> Let William be the star. Yeah, yeah. Right? And, guys, this is the, the plan on on how to make him more successful. Um, <clears throat> He was just fun, man. He You needed that kind of North Star, that, that leader. Yeah. To get this ragtag bunch of crew together. Yeah. And he also had just more experience with the whole situation. Yeah. Because he was already with the uh, the other night. Uh before this. Yeah. Sir so, Hector. Yes, yeah, Sir Hector. Who was stanking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love that in the beginning yeah. when they like their noses is plugged. Yes. I'm like, why the hell are they? Oh. Oh, he like takes them out and gives them to. <laughs> like, that's just good character development yeah. without like really knowing these guys yet, man. Like, they trust each other that yeah. much. So, very cool, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, Alan Tudyk as Watt, uh, 
a violent young squire who was obsessed with the greater things in life. He grows desperate, but is a good friend of William. Yeah. What are your thoughts, man, about this guy? I like Alan. I like, <laughs> oh, seeing, and, I like seeing him around. And it's everything. Just, uh, always <laughs> always kind of puts himself out there in his characters. Um, so as Watt, he's always kind of got this, few, this short fuse, like with everything. Like, uh, especially like when they're discussing him, why he was losing and the jousting event at the end. Yeah. And he's, they're, they're talking about, uh, Jocelyn and all this stuff. And he's just like, why are we doing this yet? Why are we here? <laughs> and then, oh, <laughs> uh, when they asked about, uh, Roland says, you know, ladies are always looking at, looking for a reason or whatever, or why they spread their legs yeah. whatever he said and he's like I haven't done that <laughs> and he's like then why are we doing this <laughs> yeah well, yeah, yeah he, he played a great role and then the letter scene and he's like crying about the letter and stuff he's always a good time man yeah Alan Tudyk is is one of the best when it comes to like comedy man to letting himself out there um <clears throat> I just love that he's not earth afraid to throw hands either man <laughs> he is not in yeah. this movie i i love it especially with our next character we're going to talk about man um he hates this guy <laughs> with a passion from the start <laughs> <laughs> we're sitting down talking to him giving him that speech oh boy all right man uh we got paul bettany as jeffrey <laughs> chaucer right he was portrayed as a big-headed writer and ring announcer he believes he's very clever and more intelligent than others, and he has terrible gambling <laughs> habit, losing everything from his money to his clothes. <laughs> They're just chilling on the side of the road. Yeah. Trying to figure out their next move. And walking just down the, the dirt path, we just got just a screen full of Paul Bettany's <laughs> ass. That's how we meet this character, man. Like <laughs> That's that's yeah. That's it. That's yep. like you're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Uh, very good liar, dude. Yeah, very good liar. Very terrible gambler. Uh, and he gives this whole speech, like that whole scene when they meet, this whole thing about all this, that, or the other. But it's just lies. Yeah. Oh, it's, and it's so believable. <laughs> Especially if you ain't seen the movie before. It'd be Dude, very he has such a silver tongue, though, yeah. man. Like, just yep. the gift of gab, you'd be able to do that. I love the way that he talks to the crowd. Yeah. That draws you in to, like, almost yeah. being... But still all lies. Oh, 1,000%. Yeah. <laughs> 1,000%. <laughs> <laughs> but you're drawn in. And, like, we as the audience know he's lying. Yeah. And we're still just like... This oh, shit, awesome. dude. Sir Oleg von Lichtenstein? Like, yeah. dude, this dude is legit. This dude's threads through the movie, too, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, dude. that jacket he was wearing the whole time? Yeah, that's oh, fire. That's, awesome, yeah. that's fire, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you need that that Herald, and I guess that was a big part of announcing um, the jouster or yeah. the knight or, yeah, the knight. Um. They didn't really have intro music and fireworks, I don't think. <laughs> they didn't really have, like, the bulls coming yeah, yeah. down on the thing. <laughs> Michael! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it 
was a different time, man. Different, different time. time. Yeah. Different time, dude. <laughs> but I wonder, like, we're obviously it's Paul Bettany, and he's yeah. you know not from that that time, but we're they like that? Were that really that exciting, man? I, I always wonder. Right. Watching this movie, were Harold's that exciting, or were they super boring? Well, you kind of had a little bit of both in there, in, right? In the movie, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you had some that were very uh, punctual. Here is yeah. Sir Sir Javier yeah. Villalobos, <laughs> Knight of Camelot. Yeah. And then you had, like, Jeffrey Chaucer, who, like, told this eloquent story, man, yeah. that was just so in-depth, and you almost forgot where you were. Like, are you watching yeah. a movie? Are you, like, learning about, like... Sir Owen's life right now. I, I love how he always ended up like somewhere high. Yeah. Like he was always climbing. Like, <laughs> like, like every he, story was like. Yeah, every time he went to a different scene, he was higher and higher until he was standing on the throne oh, of the yes, king and queen. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so he was, he got above everybody. He had an awesome voice. He's got an awesome voice in general. Dude, he just used that like entire like stage and everything, yeah. man, for that. You're right. That that was awesome. <laughs> but even the stories got like more as he got higher, oh the yeah. stories got better and better and better yeah. and better, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we me and uh me and Matthew are watching that ending part and we're both like uh how's he he's like right next to the king right now. Where's security right now? <laughs> What do we do? What's happening? Supposed to get hemmed yeah. up right yeah. now, bro. <laughs> but on the other end, um, he does have this ridiculously terrible gambling habit, man. <laughs> yeah, which like is is great to see. He's the only actual like, well, Edward the Black, but you know James Perfo, but like he's out of the main cast. He's the only like real based character, Jeffrey Chaucer, from who wrote like A Knight's Tale and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, um. You gave him some flaws. Yeah. And that's what makes a really good character, right? Just like Heath's, just like William Thatcher, right? He has all this good going for him, right? He's yeah. fantastic at all these things, but he still has some type of flaws. And that's what makes him human. That's what makes him relatable, man. That's why I love uh, Paul Bettany's character in this movie. You know, we all have an addiction to like something. Yeah. Um, Yours is just knowing everything, which is awesome. So it's not really an addiction. <laughs> and being able to do everything. So there's nothing this man, JV, cannot do, ladies and gentlemen, okay? <laughs> Call him. He'll have an answer for you, okay? Oh, Off the bat. If not, he's literally Googling it on his phone or his watch, and he'll get it to you in three <laughs> seconds. Trust me. <clears throat> Dude's a genius. Have this guy in your corner. Well, you can't because he's in my corner, damn it. I, um, That's funny you say something like that. Why? So at the show, yeah, uh, Saturday, um, there's some people there, and they're playing. One of them, like during, in between the band, they're playing like a, some kind of word scramble on their phone. Okay, and they couldn't figure out a word, and I was just there, like, and they called me over, like, can you, do you know what this is? I was like, Wama. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, what? I was like, Wama has two L's. Yep, it that's it. You're good. It was good. It was <laughs> made my night. <laughs> That's, that's pretty funny. I'll tell you, dude. That was, that was You've always been the shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful mind right there, dude. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Boy. You guys know we've been friends way too damn long. Um, oh. All right, man. 
Um, <laughs> let's go with Laura Fraser as Kate. She is a a hardworking widowed blacksmith who joins William to prove that her armor is as good, if not better, than her competitors. I love her character, man. Yeah. One, just to be with a ragtag group of guys and have this very strong woman. Yeah. You know, once again, we talk about Ridley Scott, we talk about James Cameron, and they always put like these women, very strong, great female characters in these roles. This is the exact same thing, man. Like a female blacksmith. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's widowed. Yeah, she, you know, her husband was doing it. Yes, yeah, she learned the trade from her husband who is, you know, no no longer on this planet. Yeah. But, you know, the fact that she develops her armor and then gets this lighter, stronger armor, but, you know, makes it more easy to move yeah. for him. Bro, just sorts out. It's like the first version of like Iron Man yeah, armor, yeah. dude. Like it really is, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then they, they slam that that big beam in. <laughs> he's like, "I'm fine. I'm yeah, fine. Yeah, I didn't feel nothing." <laughs> but oh, she yeah. she was cool, man, and she also um, assisted with helping him learn how to dance as well. I thought that was yeah. really cool. Right, she was around for for that. So man, it's just like it just rounds out the team, right? I I really enjoyed that. It wasn't just him. This is one person, but you put this ragtag group of guys, people around him, excuse yeah. me, and we all going to win, right? Maserati's for the whole yep, team. Yep, Where's Rick Ross when you need him, right? <laughs> Everybody's got their job, right? And everybody's good at it. Yeah, they really are like an, like an entourage, Yeah, which dropped like in 2003, 2004. So this was three years before that, but like it just has that same type of vibe. Yeah. Where, you know, we all have our job to do. We're going to make him look like a star. Yeah, let's get to it, right? Yep. <clears throat> All right, man. The only, only person I really want to talk about <clears throat> is uh, James Purefoy as Sir Thomas Colville, uh, Edward the Black. Well, because like I really love uh, James Purefoy; just a fantastic actor. Um, he was in one of my favorite shows. He played Joe Carroll in the series The Following on Fox. All right. Fantastic. Dope. And just to see him as that quick little cameo as Edward the Black, which is cool, man. Those little add-ons that they add like a real knight from back in the day in this movie, man. I thought that was right. a nice little touch. All right, man. So what I really want to spend some some time on here. Is just the 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 sets and the music, which we don't really spend a lot of time on normally, because we spend a lot of time on characters. But like this movie, I think is the exception. Yeah, I agree. You know, I love that we are in medieval times. This is a beautiful movie that holds up well over twenty one years, man. <laughs> Usually, <clears throat> we get drab and desolate. You know, medieval times, yeah. stuff like that. We're accustomed to. We get this bright, we get this vivid, full of color screen that the players, the characters can just play on, man. Yep. Great. And they use the screen. I <laughs> I love it, man. Yeah. Um in the tournament grounds. That's almost like a character itself. Right. Where they are jousting, where they're uh sword fighting sword fighting and stuff like yeah. that. The pits where they have to go get ready and stuff like that, man. <laughs> yeah. It's almost yeah, feel yeah. like they didn't miss a beat stands and everything where the, where the king and the 
noble peoples are, but they didn't miss a beat, man. Like everything is just so alive and you really feel like you were, you were getting lost yeah. in this movie that you are in that times. Yeah. And they escalate as the tournaments get bigger and bigger and bigger. Exactly. Yeah. yeah the first couple was just like a little rinky dink thing. And then the last one is like top notch. Yeah, dude. That's like fantastic. It's like a Super Bowl right there. Yeah. yeah. Jousting is what it is. <laughs> But JV, the music though. Yeah, I like how they put it in the movie. Like <laughs> it's instead of uh, like hearing like horns and like you know uh, medieval type type music. horns like stuff, stuff you would hear at yeah. medieval times. Yeah, right? over like, that they played the rock music. <laughs> yes, which was awesome. And anytime you would you would hear something like that, it was a rock song. They also did this man, which was really cool. And I, I agree with you here where we got a little bit of the score was like that medieval type of music or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I like when we had the medieval m- music and then it flowed right into like a 80s, 90s <laughs> rock song, dude. Yes. But that was really cool, man. We got Queen, yep. War, David Bowie, ACDC, Eric Clapton, just to name a few, man. Yeah, yeah. Like if those don't, you know, Get you up, get you excited about this movie, and they're just like the beats on when it happens in the song, because you know, just like um, you shook me all all night. Yeah, that has some high. This has some like it's really really high energetic song. Yeah, but it has some really high notes, and those high notes are just like exciting times in the movie, man. Right. It's like the people are like of, cheering and yeah. stuff, right? going crazy. The placement of like the these songs is where it's about, yeah. man. I really enjoyed it. Yep. Um, just an interesting take on the medieval man, medieval ages. I just, I just feel like that's what sets this part from like other movies of right. the Middle Ages, man. Just the use of the look and feel and the sound of this movie, bar none. Right, and it's not like over the top as far as like the, uh royalty side of it yeah like it's not like some big gold castle or she's not like wearing crazy humongous dresses and all kinds of crazy stuff very chill they're man. very yes they're very laid back <laughs> in this area uh and then along with the music all that mixed together made it a real fun light story yeah and fantastic yeah i, really I think i think you 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 hit it right there man where you you do have a really deep emotional story for for William and what they're about, but they kept it really lighthearted with the brightness and the music. Yep, kept you entertained, kept you like not being sad about like his previous life and stuff like that. Yeah. So thoroughly enjoyed that, man. Awesome. Got a theme here, you know, JV. Mm-hmm. I just realized after watching this movie last night that there's a through line with a lot of the movies that we watched this season. And this one just takes the cake and just says it out loud. Says the quiet part out loud, man. Changing one stars. I think that's why a lot of these type of movies have been in our lineup, right? This writer director tells a, a very action adventure, funny tale of a man who will do whatever it takes to change the course of his and his friends' lives. 
Uh, takes him from poverty to riches, including the finest linens, food, and fame. Changing one's fate, stars, life is a tale as old as time. One that inspires, gives hope, and makes people believe in themselves, man. I think that's why I love these type of movies. Yeah. I think that's why, you know, I will watch this movie a million more times before I die. Right. It gives it gives you growth. Yeah. It gives you, it gives you room to to grow and uh grow the story of the whole the whole thing. Right. Yeah. We don't want to burn out first fifteen minutes of the movie. Yeah. I I think, man, you know, we are in our mid thirties and started a podcast. Yeah. You know, we kind of missed like the TikTok type thing. Right. We kind of missed being a, a YouTube star that was fifteen years ago. Right. And we're not even doing this for fortune and fame, man. We're doing right. this because we are just two friends who love movies. And like, like we've, being on a schedule. We've talked for 20 <laughs> years. We like being on a schedule. But we've talked for 20 years about like uh, just doing something yeah. and putting some, uh, putting a product out there, man. And our product is moving in a pod right now. Yep. Um, and who knows what's to come of it, right? He didn't right. know what he was going to do when he put that on, when he put that um, armor on and go right. out there. He might have, Lost, and that could have been it. Yep. Fifteen minute over. movie, right? Over. Um, but he changes his stars, right? He, yeah. he puts it on and decides to do more and more and more. Um, I just like these type type of stories, yeah. man. Just to show people's like success and the stuff that they go through to get what they want, man. And the drive, I thoroughly enjoyed this. All right, team. So that is our conversation about a night's tale. Uh, JV, your thoughts and ratings, brother. Yeah. So the whole plot of this one was a real good time for me, and I've seen this movie multiple times before. Uh, yeah. Great movie. Yeah, great movie. We're uh, starting off with, you know, even just opening up like we talked about the comedy gold between this trio, and then we add a couple in on the on the way, and it just grows. It doesn't get stale or nothing. It just keeps growing through the end of the movie. Yep. Um, seeing that growth and training, winning tournaments, all that stuff. And we also have this love story that doesn't take over. Um, it just adds, which is, you know, a lot of times that takes over the movie. Oh, the yeah. whole thing. So it just adds to this one. And, uh, you know, it's still, it's all around William. It's his story, but he has this great group behind him. And I, I really enjoyed the movie. I'm going to give this one a four out of five bucks of popcorn. Nice. How about you, sir? Nice, man. <clears throat> On the ground, Adam R. experiences a vision of William and his friends mockingly telling him that he's been <laughs> weighed, <laughs> measured, and found wanting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't get any better than that, man. All I can think about was Friday. Right. <laughs> that's what popped in my head. That's like, that's like the medieval version yeah, yeah. of Friday right there. Right? <laughs> that's exactly what that was, yes. So I good. love that. Yeah. Um, this movie, man, for me, is, is definitely five buckets of popcorn. This is my favorite medieval movie, man. Um, the late Heath Ledger is just fantastic yeah. as this 
liar, but becomes this knight and then finds out, oh shit, I actually am from noble birthright. Yeah. Right at the end. Um, and he brings all of his crew along, man. Roland, <laughs> Watt, uh, Jeffrey, and Kate. They become great in their own right, man. You know me. I I love you guys. I love my, my close friends, man. You guys are family to me. And, you know, I always take that Rick Ross line that like I yeah. said earlier, man. Maserati's for the whole team. And, the, and you know, that for a while. I, I, yo, it's yo, been around for a while. Yeah. Been, you know what I mean? I love, I love that line because that line is, yo, when I win, when I'm eating, you guys are eating as well, man. Yeah. We're going to do big things together. And that's what I appreciate from this movie, man. Um, he doesn't forget. When he gets even bigger, he doesn't forget about these guys. Yeah. Even though they're, they're still fights and arguments and they're punching yeah. each other like that, right? And talking junk. Yeah, at the end of the tournament, still breaking that trophy up. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't stop the whole yeah. way. Yeah, you know, it's it's still it's still that that California love with with this group, man. I really enjoy this. Um, <laughs> f- five buckets. This one has high rewatchability for me. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, hell, I watched it last night when you came. It was, it was on. Oh yeah, it was on. Right. <laughs> It is a really fun movie, man. Hi, Clyde. Before we uh, sign out here, I've been talking a little about the band lately. Yeah, dude. Um, I figured this was a nice little platform to do that on. Love it. Handle it. Uh, So we had a show at Tavern 74 Saturday that was fantastic. It was a big blowout there. Um, They had their first metal night. Ooh. Or Night of Rock. It's called a little bit of everything. It's whatever. Uh, I just want to thank the, the bands that came out, man. We had Cutthroat Susie, uh, A Young Man's Burial, and we had a buddy of ours, Alec Dwyer, come out for an acoustic performance. Ooh. Uh, he kicked off the night and was fantastic. Uh, also, Missy at Creative Music Management, who is our manager and all the band's manager. She put the show on. Uh, it was a good time. And then just Tav- Tavern 74 in Monroe. For opening the doors for us. Dope. Dope, man. What do the people get next from 50 Flies, man? Oh, uh, we got a couple of shows coming up. One in Lancaster, South Carolina. Okay. And then one in Somerville, South Carolina. Uh, I want to say August 8th or August 13th and August 24th. Dope. Somewhere around there. I didn't have it in my iPad here, but. It's fine. Hey, man. <laughs> we'll definitely plug it, brother. <laughs> Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, Talking Through a Night's Tale. JV, we ended the 75 episodes and we haven't been canceled yet. It's uh, very surprising. <laughs> <laughs> All right, team. We'll be back in a few weeks with a whole new season of pods and some great surprises. I am Clyde Smith, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as I am Clyde D. Smith. I am Javier Villalobos. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MrJ8200. Like always. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Hmm. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 